0: Welcome to episode 15 of the Pursuing Endurance podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about the concept of underfueling and getting into acute versus chronic underfueling, and also signs that you might be experiencing one of these. This is so important, especially for hikers, trail runners, all of you endurance humans that I know listen to this podcast, because it is really challenging to get our bodies enough energy, so calories, right? on and off of the trail, and I want to make sure that you are supporting yourselves as you need to be. So if this episode sounds like it will be beneficial for you, I invite you to listen. And without further ado, let's jump in. Welcome to the Pursuing Endurance podcast. I'm your host, Sarah LaCourse a certified personal trainer and sports nutritionist with a degree in psychology who emphasizes the importance of focusing on the long game. Let's be real. Endurance doesn't just pertain to sports. It's anything we endure as humans. Here on the podcast, we will dive into topics ranging from sport, mainly of the mountain endurance variety, to entrepreneurship, to eating disorder recovery. Oftentimes, these pursuits will feel like climbing a mountain, even if it's a metaphorical one. I'm here to have conversations around embracing the process of enduring hard things and exploring the gray area that often comes with this. I'm stoked to have you here. Let's jump in. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back to the Pursuing Endurance podcast. I am thrilled to have all you here today listening on whatever day you are listening. Welcome. I actually don't think I have any housekeeping or updates or anything like that to cover before I get into today's episode. So this one is going to be a quickie, I guess. And yeah, let's get into the episode. So as I mentioned in the little introduction at the beginning, today we are going to be discussing the concept of underfueling both acutely and chronically, and what this can look like, how it can present itself, signs that you may be experiencing, or symptoms that you may be experiencing. It can be really challenging to appropriately fuel our bodies both on-trail and off-trail, and I totally see that, and it's very common, and I'm here to kind of discuss this, what it can look like, and really drive home the importance of fueling ourselves on and off the trail, In today's episode, I'm not going to be getting into specific recommendations such as calories, amounts of carbohydrates, proteins, fats, etc. That information is in a prior episode, which I will link in the show notes if you are interested in like the specific sports nutrition recommendations for endurance athletes. So check that episode out if that is of interest to you. Today, we are just going to be more covering signs and symptoms for acute and chronic underfueling and effects that this can have on the body. And why it is so important to recognize, and then how to kind of get out of that cycle if you are in that cycle. And I will also add that part of the reason this can be so complicated is because all of our body's needs are individual and unique and different. And while, yes, there are specific recommendations that we can use as kind of a starting point to really help us figure out what we most likely need, kind of in the range. Our individual needs are going to be different and figuring that out can be challenging because it really requires us to listen to our body and to figure out kind of what it's feeling and what it's needing. And I think that this is part of why using the recommendations as a guide to start off is so helpful or it can be so helpful because it gives us a starting point. It gives us something to go off of and then we can figure it out from there. Just wanted to mention that because I think sometimes it's easy to overthink the fueling thing, and it's complicated, it's complex, I will say that, but it can be easy. It can be easy. And that is something that I truly believe, and that is like literally my goal, is to make it feel easy. So let's talk about what it looks like if you are under fueling. So first thing is first, here's the deal. At the end of the day, our bodies, they like to be in a homeostatic state. That is their jam. They will literally do anything to get there. That means that they will make changes right at a physiological level to get back to homeostasis or to as close of a state to homeostasis as possible, given kind of the resources that the body has. And so going off of this, this is kind of why we're going to be experiencing symptoms and signs of under-fueling, under-eating acutely and chronically is because the body is smart and it knows how to make adaptations. However, with those adaptations and those physiological changes that are happening because the body's trying to get to homeostasis, right, if it doesn't have the resources that it needs, i.e. energy, calories, food, then we might feel some downstream effects from those changes because the body doesn't have what it really needs and really wants. And it's going to let you know that. And I think going over this is important to just help you really understand that we're, you know, as endurance loving humans, we're pushing our bodies, we're asking a lot of them. And just outside of that, so just put that on the table for a second. Our bodies require a certain amount of energy, calories, food, fuel, right, to just function at a base level. If we're like laying on the couch, doing nothing, sleeping, okay, they require a certain amount to just function, and then we require extra energy on top of that for the activities that we are doing in our daily life, such as walking around, doing errands, going to work, having conversations with our loved ones, all of that. And then they require extra to do the activities that we love to do. So now bringing, right, the endurance back off the table, and now let's look at this. So it just requires so much extra energy to be able to do the things that we love to do. And then especially if some of our goals are around performance and we're really pushing, right, then that could require even more. At the end of the day, it depends exactly what you are going to need. But what I'm saying is that you need a certain amount just to function as a human. And then more as you do activities of daily living and then more as you do activities which are more structured in the endurance or strength realms. And so now that we have this understanding of what the body needs at a basic level and then adding in daily activities and then adding in more formal activity, especially when we are looking at performance and how this just increases the energy needs of the body. So getting in more food and calories, right? Let's now kind of transition into what acute and chronic underfueling and underfeeding can look like, symptoms and signs that we may or may not experience, and how to move forward if we are stuck in this cycle of underfueling. First, before we dive into that, I do just want to go over acute versus chronic and explain exactly what I am talking about here. Just to make sure we are all on the same page, of course. So, when I say acute, what I am talking about here is really within an activity or a specific window of time. So, for example, during a single hike or a run, this could even include the pre or post time around that activity. So, before and after a hike or a run, this would especially be more of a consideration that pre and post time if the activity is a longer duration where that kind of pre and post feeding window has a higher importance for performance and recovery. But anyways, nonetheless, acute, I am really considering within a specific activity or a window of time. This could also be, you know, one day, we just don't get in enough food, one singular day. And then chronically, kind of two different things here as well, one would be within activities, but within activity across multiple training sessions for a longer period of time, or across the day under eating and fueling for a period of time. So you can see that this can be either within an activity or within a day, and then depending on the duration, it really can go from acute to chronic. And so using these definitions of acute versus chronic underfueling and under eating with acute, um, we would typically see the body being able to adapt a little bit to this as it is very short term in nature and the body does have you know a lot of ways to regulate itself at a physiological level. And as I mentioned before, right we want kind of homeostasis. And so the body will do that and we may have some minor signs and symptoms, but we also might not really notice anything, especially if it was within a singular training session or a singular day. Perhaps we, you know, have a little bit of fatigue or kind of have a little bit of like brain fog, if you will, or just feel tired, um, but also might not experience really anything to give us that cue. However, with chronic underfueling, we will start to notice some symptoms from this, especially as we move further into like longer term chronic underfueling and under-eating. And of course, the signs and symptoms that we may experience both acutely and chronically are going to vary person to person because we are all different and our understanding of our body is different and kind of our awareness of what we are feeling and our ability to really interpret that and then kind of pull that and be like, oh, yeah, I'm actually really tired today or my perceived effort is higher than it usually is or it's lower than it usually is. So depending on kind of your individual ability to kind of read your body, you may or may not really pick up on some of these. And then others are definitely more like, okay, that's a change. We don't like that. But let's just go over some of the telltale signs that I will typically see with underfueling. And I'm going to mention some that are more typical for acute and then some that are more typical for chronic. And of course, remember, this is a spectrum. And everybody will experience different things and present differently. And so, with that, some of these signs for underfueling and underfeeding are general fatigue and kind of low energy, uh, poor sleep, so this could be trouble falling asleep and/or staying asleep, abnormal hunger cues or an abnormal menstrual cycle, air quotes around abnormal here. So this would be abnormal for you and your human experience and your body. Also, not performing per your usual standards and just maybe having that perceived effort, which I mentioned before, be greater than the actual effort. So, for example, you feel like you're putting out an effort of an 8 or a 9, but your actual effort is more of a 5 or a 6. This could be a sign. Also, injuries, loss of the menstrual cycle irritability or other shifts in mood, and also digestive issues. This is not an exhaustive list by any means, but these are some of the more common telltale signs for acute and chronic underfueling. And of course, like I said, some of these would be more common with acute and some would be more common with chronic, such as, you know, loss of a menstrual cycle or injuries, especially if they are stress-related injuries, so stress fractures, and also digestive issues. And I will just mention here quickly if you are experiencing more chronic symptoms, such as injuries and menstrual cycle changes, or digestive issues, or you're just really feeling like you are on this kind of continual underfueling, underfeeding spectrum, then I would definitely recommend that you have a listen to episode seven on the podcast, where I discussed. Relative Energy Deficiency in Sport, or RED-S. That episode has a lot of information around kind of this more chronic underfueling, and I did talk about some acute stuff as well in there, so have a listen if you are experiencing this, and I will link that episode below in the show notes of this episode. And so now that we've gone over some of the signs and symptoms for under fueling and under eating, what does it look like to be fed and fueled? Well, I would love to share all of these because they're wonderful things. And so if you are properly fueling and feeding your body, you will probably be hitting your performance goals. You'll be excited to train also training and your activities that you do for sports or your hobbies. They won't like Take up your entire brain space. You are probably receiving hunger cues and also responding to them appropriately. You are sleeping well and maybe taking naps. Your energy is consistent. It doesn't feel like that roller coaster throughout the day. You have the ability to gain strength and endurance and stamina, and it feels really good. You're feeling good about training, right? Your menstrual cycle is normal, again, air quotes you don't have that feeling of like hitting the wall or bonking because you have a stable blood sugar. These are all such good things. And ultimately, I think it is our goal to feel like this. And it's completely achievable. It's totally achievable. And like I said before, it can be easy. It just takes some getting used to what our bodies need and what they need on different days because each day is going to look different depending on what we're doing. You know, if we have a rest day, that might look different than if we do a 8-hour hike. Those are completely different things. And just for the record, I'm not saying that you don't need to eat food on rest days or a lot of food on rest days or an appropriate amount of food on rest days. I'm just saying that it's probably going to look different than if you're outside moving for eight hours in the mountains, right? Okay, thank you. And then on this topic of, you know, the body needing different things on different days, this doesn't always relate to our activity levels. This can also be related to our level of stress, how much we've slept or how much we haven't slept, other health concerns, etc., right? Our energy needs are not solely determined by our activity levels. You know, it, it really is just this constant fluctuation, or an ebb and flow, if you will, of varying needs, which just depend on what we are doing, so our actual activity levels and our output, and then what is going on in our lives. It is so far from a cookie cutter approach. I see, you know, all right, like social media and all of these things. It's like, do this and you'll feel better, do this and et cetera, and you'll figure out all of your stuff. And it's like, no, we are so much more than a black and white cookie cutter approach, even with our own bodies. And I think that that is such an important drive home point as well, is that it's a constant learning of what is working for us and what isn't. And I think that it can be easy to be like, okay, I got the answer, but then maybe we didn't. It's figuring out, depending on what is going on for you, and depending on what you're doing, that your needs are going to be different, even on a day-to-day basis, potentially. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're human beings. Our needs change. And so with this kind of constant fluctuation, right, it's essential that we're really trying to do our best to take care of this vessel, really, that is our body. And doing this, you know, by listening to some of the signs and cues that it might be giving us, like I mentioned earlier, like the acute signs of underfueling and under eating, really kind of tuning into that and listening to it and allowing the body to give us some feedback both on the daily and also during our endurance and our strength pursuits, and kind of just taking note of those cues and those signs and putting together patterns and figuring out, okay, like maybe there's something here that needs to be explored. And so if as you're listening to this, you are thinking, you know, maybe this is something that you feel would be beneficial to kind of take a deeper look at and explore and work on potentially, the honoring of the cues that the body is giving, the eating enough on a daily basis, and also during and around activities, all of this. And so some starting points that, you know, maybe we could consider would be, first off, just taking a step back and looking at what you are currently doing and creating some space for that and holding space for that. And then asking yourself, what feels like it's working and what feels like it isn't working? And then from here, you know, maybe we can start to take some step towards addressing what feels like it isn't working for us. And maybe this is the way that we're fueling during activity, or the ways that we're fueling around activity, or both, or throughout the entire day. Really, this is going to look different for each individual and their experience. So just figuring out for you what feels like it's working and what doesn't. And then, you know, maybe we start to notice some patterns and see if those patterns seem connected with the signs and symptoms and cues that our body might be giving us that maybe it it needs a little bit more support. And, you know, from here, maybe we start kind of considering and paying a little bit more attention to our hunger cues, or when we start to feel tired, or if we're out on a hike or run or whatever, and we start to get that bonking or the hitting a wall feeling, right? So just paying attention in the moment, One thing that can be helpful uh, for individuals, especially during activity, is to check in with yourself every hour or every half hour of your activity, see how you've been feeling, see how you're feeling now, kind of just do a mental assessment um, of your physical body and also your mental experience and your emotional experience too, because that can be very insightful. And then asking yourself what you've consumed both solid food and also from a hydration perspective and you know trying to maybe figure out oh that makes sense why i might be feeling that because of what i have or have not had so feel free to try that out right those like 30 minute 60 minute check-ins that can be so helpful but really at the end of the day what i would say is to really just start checking in with your body and your human experience and how you're feeling that is a golden starting point and we can just push off from there. And remember that this is a process and that it's okay to be intimidated by it or be afraid of it, and that we can always lean into it and ask questions and explore it and try to do some work. And we can also lean out of it, take a little break. And also being gentle with yourself in this process, especially if it's new to you. You know, feeding our bodies. That's hard. I'm not even going to say that it isn't. There is so much from a society standpoint, diet culture standpoint, the fitness industry, social media, all of these things. There is so much. There are so many messages that we get. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. So if you are out there and you feel like you are underfueling, under eating, and you are looking at, you know, starting to question this. That is huge. Can we just address that? Okay, that is huge. And I'm literally clapping for you. I'm literally clapping for you. I'm so proud of you. You You're amazing. And so remembering, right, this is a process, and be gentle with yourself. You are a human with a human body, and that is beautiful. And we are trying to feed ourselves, which is wonderful. You know, I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to. We want to feed our bodies so that we can be fed and fueled and support them. And also because we want to feel good. And especially if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're an endurance athlete enthusiast, right? You want to be able to do the things that you love to do, both long term, so right, doing it sustainably, having things be sustainable, and also feel good doing the endurance related things. And have a blast doing it, have that kind of stoke factor, feeling in that flow state. And fueling is very important for this. And so on this, I hope that this episode was insightful for you to explore your own experience and what might be going on for you, maybe help you start to ask some questions and explore some of this. Remembering that like all else, This is a continual learning process and we just keep learning and we keep pushing off with the new information that we gain from our experience. So reminding you to give yourself some grace in this process. And with that, that is all I have for you today. Like I said, I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, I would absolutely love it. If you would give the Pursuing Endurance podcast a five star review wherever you listen to podcasts. So, both Apple and Spotify now are accepting reviews, which is very exciting. And also, if you would be so kind to leave a written review, would love that. It really just helps get the podcast out into more ears. Which, if you're listening and find this helpful, I would hope that you would want more people to listen to it. So please, please, please do that. I would absolutely love it. And I am so grateful for all of you that listen to this podcast. You can also sign up for my newsletter or the Monday Mindset, which is my personal favorite. It is a weekly Monday email with a thought prompt or question with the intention to just light some fire under your tush to help you get and stay motivated on your goals for the week ahead. You can sign up for these at saralocourse.com forward slash news. The link is also in the show notes. Would love to have you on either or both of these. And that is literally all that I have for you. So, with that, I look forward to being in your ears again on the next episode. I hope you are all doing well and taking care of yourselves. And I hope that you have a lovely week. And I will talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye.